Welcome back. I'm Kim Bailey. She's Pauliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. And today we're apparently going to talk about commuting, but I think it'll probably morph into something more about routines and adjusting to change. But we'll start talking about commuting. We are now, as we record this in, I think they call it stage two, three of lockdown sequence for coronavirus in 2020. What that means to us here is that business and industries are beginning to go back to some sort of normality, but it's not what we would call full-time and it's not a complete reversal of the lockdown that has been in place for two and a half months now. So industries individually are beginning to start up again. They are making their own determination about how they will work, how many hours they'll work, who they'll have working, the combination, the mix of those. Most recently in the last 24 hours, there's been a lot of talk about a four-day working week. We just want to explore, first of all, if you are in a situation where now you need to go back to commuting or you haven't been commuting and won't be commuting for some period of time, what that actually means to you because for the most part, uh, our listeners do some form of commuting to get to their workplace. Yes, so last time we talked about the benefits of working from home as well, things that we have to adjust to. But in relation to commuting, it was always a positive in that I now have this time to um, be more productive and do other things. So whatever it is, and in Australia, no matter which state you're in, there is a fair bit of commuting to be done in most cases. However, there's been a bit of feedback from people that are missing the commute. And I have to to say, why would you miss it? (laughs) And I thought, well, yes, because it's an individual thing. But really, when you think about it, what is it they're missing? The best way to identify that is to go about the pros and cons for commuting. And when you talk it through with people, I think what most people are saying, I'm missing the separation of I'm at work, I'm, I'm left home now, I organise my private life, which whatever it is, whether you've got kids organising them, the school, the run, whatever you're doing, whether you just now left for work, you had your breakfast or you go to work, you're on the bus or on a train or driving and you've got yourself a routine and the routine there allows you to do things. An example would be whether you're in the car, let's say, on the way to work, on the way home, that might help you order your thoughts about the day going in. On the way home, you might find that you are now getting out of work mode, but not exactly going home. Maybe it's me time, me time to ring a friend, me time to make calls, me time to touch base with family. Everybody is completely different. We travel to work differently. Our journeys are different length. Our habits are different. Some people might make a list because that's him. And some people might just want to listen to music and think it's my time. So I think it's important to say if you're missing the commute, you've got to figure out exactly what are you missing. All of that to me just shouts routine, that really what you're missing is a routine. Prior to the lockdown, you had this routine that said you got up at this time, you did the morning things that you did, you got to where you had to commute, you did the commute, and then you were at work. And in the reverse 
coming back. So it's about that structure in the day. And I think that the biggest adjustment that, that had to be made when people worked from home was the structure around working from home. The structure was about routine. What it did allow for lots of people was that they had a different structure and that gave them time to do things that they wouldn't normally have allocated time to do. And, and maybe that time came about because they weren't commuting, but they still needed to have structure. So for me, I'm one of the, the people who, when I was commuting, I would use the, that time as the transition time. So when I got in the car in the mornings, that time from getting in the car to getting to work was preparing for the work day. Coming back, it was the same, whether it was car, bus or train, was get in, prepare for home, do the next routine. Now, when I, I changed to not having to commute so much, and I, you know, I still do a little bit here and there, and I follow that same practice because that's just ingrained now. It's just like when you start the travel, you're preparing for where you're going. When you've finished at that location and you travel back, then you're preparing for getting back. But the change that I had to make, the adjustment that I had to make, meant that I still needed structure. And the structure is around having a list. What a surprise! <laughs> what I do now, and I think I've talked about it in a few previous podcasts, is on Sunday evening, last thing I do before I close my eyes, and I make sure it is the last thing I do, and I do it on the phone, is I do the list for the week. And it's separated into days, and it's just general topics for each day and so that gives me structure and it doesn't matter what is involved in those activities so sometimes it'll be travel sometimes it isn't that i have the structure for the week that gave me a broad structure to work within and that helped me transition from that much more strict structure that involved commuting and involved timetables and, and things that needed to be done at a time there's a lot less in the structure now that needs to be done at a specific time, except for meetings. And so I work around those, but, but it's the structure. And I think that commuting is, it becomes just part of the structure that you've got for your day or your week. And if you look at that structure and how that has changed from when you commuted to now not commuting, and how will that structure transition to the next phase so that if you're only commuting three or four days a week, you'll have a different structure for those days. So just have two structures and that will allow you to, your brain to move into that process without railing against, oh, it's more change. You know, we, none of us like change. And the first thing we say is, oh, no, change, bad. We mustn't do this. And you can't get past that stage of planning into the, the acceptance or the transition. It's true. The thing is, it's also how you prepare between meetings, if you like. So the commute could be between meetings. Some cases, people go from one building to another for a meeting um, because they're meeting with a client, they're meeting with, you know, going on site or whatever it might be. And how they finish one meeting in their head and then they're preparing for the next one, not necessarily writing, but summarising it. An example of that, when I'm doing my mentoring, I'm normally going from one meeting to another, but I walk from one place to another. And in doing that, I often try and summarise the key points from that meeting and the next steps or actions to, to do. 
and I always allow time because I can in, in this situation is to put it in my notes and this way then I've finished with that one I'm now thinking about the purpose of the next meeting and the expected outcomes so you're doing that when you're in a home environment and all you have to do is get behind the screen and, and then around maybe we got to find a way. Maybe you can still do that and or if that works for you or if you leave it and think, I'll finish that meeting, the next one is not for another hour and you go do something else, then just got to adjust. You just got to find a way because if you just go to do the something else, for example, whether house something or making appointments for the following week or whatever it is, then you haven't got those two things complete, which you normally like is in my example, closing off one meeting and preparing for the next one. If that's the case, you've got to be able to allow another time, maybe at the end of the day, and say, okay, so this is my timetable that I've just had this week or this today, and this is the actions or this is the summary. So again, there is no a black and white answer. You've just got to find something that will work for you. The bit about your personal a breathing space you're just gonna have to do it because obviously we all need it and if it is about listening to music just because you're in the home and you're not on a train on the train you might be thinking or commuting whatever sort you you might think oh well, I can't do anything so I'm listening to music I don't feel bad but here I could be doing this this and this and I'm listening to music yeah. well stop that listen to the music because that is part of something that, again, helps you rather than looking down on yourself by saying, I'm wasting time. But you're not, because it's helping you clear your mind. I think the key is that you know yourself. So that if you, in, in Fuliana's example, if you have your meeting and then you go off and do something that is a bit more personal, recognise what you're thinking about when you're doing that other task. Are you still thinking about the meeting? If you're still thinking about the meeting, then give yourself time after a meeting to do your wrap-up. Because going from one task to the other, your brain is saying to you, I don't want to do this. I, I want to finish that other one first. Or it might be saying to you, let's just take this time while you can do this task that you don't have to concentrate on to think through the things that happened in that meeting. Then at the end of that task, which is unrelated, but you've been thinking, then you do your notes. The message is appreciate what you're thinking about when you go from one task to the other and recognise what that is telling you about what your routine should be. I want to go back to a point that you made earlier because it's really, really a big point. And that is, you know, you're talking about working from home or working from the office. That used to be the A and the B scenarios. Well, this time it's doing both, sometimes from home, sometimes from the office. The thing is the office is quite different that's the point you made and the journey is different and it will be for many many reasons one of them let's take the commute which is what we're talking about the commute will be different you have to allow more time so only limited numbers on um, public transport etc driving might be better because you get better parking or might not be when you get in an office you might have to keep in mind that getting in that lift might be all straightforward. No, it isn't because getting in that lift, you're allowing less people in the lift, which means it depends on your building and where you are, etc. The change is different. Then you get to your office 
and the layout is different again. It might be exactly the same, sorry, but you have workstations with nobody sitting there. You might be sharing workstations, which means you have to do the hygiene thing before and after. So those things will change and you will have new just to create routine that will help you. It's also adjusting to those situations socially because yeah. you might have been used to going in and getting the, your coffee before you went upstairs to work and whilst you might still be able to do that, it won't be stand around and have a chat to the coffee person before you go upstairs. It's about that the interaction that you would have with people yeah. when you first get into the office in the mornings or in fact during the day when you're looking for answers, you're looking for the information, you're looking for meetings. You might still, even if you're in the office, you might still have to have meetings electronically. Your brain will say, well, why am I coming in? What's the benefit of me coming into the office as opposed to working from home? Where was I more efficient? And then some of those doubts will come through. And it's all about adjusting to change. It's all about making sure that the benefits of what you're doing for the organisation outweigh the inconveniences that you might be feeling personally. I think we've uh, probably covered that topic enough without wrapping you around the head with our views. So we'll leave it there for today. So Fuliana can finish this meeting and go and do some cooking. It's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> I know because there were instructions earlier about something going into the fridge even though it was still hot. So I know the cooking's already been done this morning. <laughs> but we'll leave it there. We won't give away too many secrets. I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec.